Hey, hey everyone, it is Lenny G and I'm here with uh, Bobby TX <laughs> today to chat a bit about some of the news that maybe is not bubbling to the surface. There are so many things going on right now that um, are probably confusing and you know, it's just all about it here on TTT Texas, um, focused action to kind of raise things up to the 40 thousand foot level and to just urge everyone to um, to just take a step back right and really try and see the forest <laughs> through the trees because um, it's important right now we don't want um, you know we don't want anything to play into um, anything emotional or into anything that causes anyone to um, to do anything that maybe would hurt um, the opportunity to really to really win here and you know we talk a lot about how God always wins and I have no doubt that um, that that is the case um, but how we react depends on how quickly you know we get what we want right and so um, you know we've had so much going on in Texas and and it's awesome to be a Texan right now I think you're seeing that in Texas it kind of feels like we're in a whole different world a whole different timeline a whole different country a whole different continent than than the rest of the planet right I mean when we're just kind of hanging out right like when you're hanging out around town and you know doing things doesn't it feel like anything's necessarily wrong here and I think that's almost like um, causes that sense of complacency that we don't want, right? Um, hopefully everyone can't hear my dogs barking, but they are barking back there. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it's just what, I can't do anything about it right now. Um, but we don't, you know, we don't want people to have that sense of complacency. I think it's really important to understand the context of what what is happening right now. We had a really emotional thing um, happen in Texas around guns, right? We did. We had a really emotional thing. The, the, I mean, anything that involves gun, guns and, you know, children and crimes is, is emotional and is horrible. And it is just, it's, it's the most horrible thing. Um, but when you see kind of what's happening around that and the context of what happened following that, it's like, well, what was the agenda for that? Right. And, you know, we are starting to see that we have quite a number of people who are in agreement on where we want, um, you know, our our supposed, you know, people that are serving us to go and the Texas GOP with a lot of the things that they um, that the people look, you know, I see the I'm not a member of any party and I am not a fan of either party. I think that the parties should go away. But what I what I found most fascinating about that convention, and we had you know a lot of people from our group there, but it's just how it showed that the people were on the same page and they were able to bubble up a lot of what is just below the surface that we just can't quite break through the surface. Um, they they really did. They broke through the surface and said, no, these are the things that we want now you know, how that bubbles into 
our legislative session next year? I don't know, right? If you have a bunch of people who are usurping their office and, you know, selected over the past two decades with rigged machines, then, you know, they're going to do whatever their paid, um, you know, interests tell them to do. Um, and clearly they don't serve us. But my point is, is that's a real opportunity to see, well, look, we're, we're kind of, you know, we're in the majority <laughs> of thinking in Texas. And it's just very, it is an encouraging thing to see. Now, from the people who were there, the feedback I got was that it was extremely frustrating. They hated it. It was political. It was disgusting. Um, they were blocked at every turn. So, so if you could only imagine what did bubble to the surface, what was actually below the surface, right? That it wasn't allowed to completely bubble up. Um, I think that's incredible. What, what your thoughts on that, Bobby? I mean, I, th I thought that was pretty cool to see. Yes, I, um, I was a delegate for a district I don't live in and like trying to get the delegation re like change to change that was impossible. So I'm like, well, I'm not even going because it's just ridiculous going through hoops. And it was such it was so like all of the stuff that I got included because then I got on the list as a delegate. So I'm getting communications from, you know, GOP wow. as you know, all of these delegate communications. And it's like all of the things they're focusing on are ridiculous. It's like there's no, they, like, and when you when you suggest election integrity is actually an issue, it's not like a solved thing, or we just want to make it a felony again, and like, that's it. It's like, no, no, it's not, I, I don't want to just make it a felony. I want to prosecute for the felonies that have already occurred, you know, like, and, and I want people to admit that they're actually, I want people who are in positions where their words matter because of the position they're in, not because I put them there, but because they actually are there. I want those people to actually articulate the words because then more people will recognize that this really is a thing. And it's not just a bunch of angry moms or, you know, a bunch of angry weirdos from out, you know, deplorables from out, you know, in East Texas somewhere, because that's not what we are. I mean, we are, um, they, whenever I talk to groups of people, it's very, you know, it's under the surface with lots of people, but we're, we're under the, most people are under the impression that this is the way things go and we can't do anything about it. So we're just waiting for someone to come who has a different idea and, and like the support of the people to like that person to do it. And that's not going to happen. It's us doing it. Like we need to do it. And so, um, I like that people went there and they didn't just go along with the dog and pony show that happens at every convention. They actually pushed back and getting frustrated is good because now they know, you know, they know we're angry and we're out here and they had to accommodate some, some of our views in order to, you know, they had to bring some of the things up because it was so, um, the tension was so strong that it, that it broke through because I know just, just my personal opinion that the Texas GOP itself did not want to talk about any of that stuff. They wanted to pretend it didn't happen and that we're moving along with the same agenda that all the other states are, are clearly on the same page. It's not that they're red or they're blue or they're Democrats or they're Republicans. They're all the ruling party and they all work together. And they're all like the, the drama between the two is manufactured drama. And when you think you're on one side and your team is winning and you feel good, that's all bullshit. That's not a real thing. And they, you got to get beyond that. That's not the thing. The thing is they're changing in a very real and long-term dramatic effect. They are changing what it means to be a, a citizen of this country and what it means to be a citizen of Texas. They are trying to change it permanently and drastically. 
like what we grew up with, what we thought our country was, they are taking it away. And if we're not going to do anything about it, like they're going to get everything. Like you got to look at what they're doing and the long-term ramifications, not what does it mean next month? Like next month I'll still be able to buy a gun. So, I mean, really not changing much. And it's like, no, they're actually going to make it so they can come to your house and take everything away from you. You know, like that, like what, and how would they do that? Or is it well, because they have databases where they're going to get you on a list. You're going to be on a list. Like if only the Nazis had this power, you know, like, like there, there is a tremendous ability to find you and then make a decision based on some weirdos in a room that decide that you're crazy. And AI, right? They're going to deploy artificial intelligence to kind of, I mean, because that's how you mine a bunch of data, right? I yep. mean, honestly, like that is a data mining program. AI would, would be a way to do that the fastest, you know, to figure out who is, I mean, mentally unstable, right? They're going to, they can classify you as mentally unstable just for, you know, just for not getting the blue shot 10 years ago or whatever. I mean, it isn't, it's not going to be where coming from where you think it's going to come from. It's going to come out of left field. And these red flag laws are truly dystopian. I mean, you don't want someone crunching your data to figure out if you are mentally fit to own a gun. Do you want that? I mean, you know, yes. I don't think anyone here wants that, right? That is not freedom. That is infringing on every freedom you could possibly think of because the data is, the ability for the data to be brought in came from Obamacare. And people need to understand where this came from. If you don't understand where it came from, then you can't fix the problem. And, you know, and understand also how long this, you know, this has been going on, right? And how far, how, how visionary, right? How forward thinking people were putting these things in place decades ago. And, you know, the data that, that churns into this kind of a system, it's like it, all the pieces come together. It's like all of it are instruments of control. I think a lot of people thought, oh, well, if, if we're not, if we kind of win on the vaccine front, then we win. But no, but you yeah. are seen as someone who didn't get the jab. And, you know, whether you didn't get the COVID jab or other jabs, meningitis, it could be the meningitis jab. It could be the smallpox jab, right? And those things were approved. So all the arguments you had against the COVID jab, like, don't stand here. Like, they're different. And, you know, I think, I think the biggest issue that we have had all this time is that um, we think, oh, well, we'll just wait until that bad thing happens. No, that, I mean, this is how the Holocaust happened, right? Like little by little, it happened. It wasn't like all of a sudden they were pulling people on, on box cars. Like it took a while to get to that point. And we're kind of marching down that. And there's so many things you can do to head this off. Talking about it is so important. And these piece of shit, I'm sorry, I can't even like. I just get so mad at these, you know, supposed influencers and journos, you know, that you follow on Twitter or on Truth Social or Telegram or whatever. They have all these bot followers. And so you think they have this big following. They're not helping you. Like they should have been talking about this a year ago. Like this is so just egregious and disgusting that that people didn't talk about it. I mean, now all of a sudden that a bunch of cows are dying in Kansas. Now we can talk about, you know, the, the bio lab there that's, that was being built that was moved from Plum Island, that level four bio lab to experiment with deadly diseases, animal zoonotic 
you know, and human deadly diseases in the middle of cow country. I mean, everyone in Texas, if you are not understanding what is going on, then you are, I don't know, out of touch. I mean, we have level four biolabs here in Texas as well. I mean, these things should not be happening. Like we should not be experimenting on, you know, and making diseases more virulent with their gain of function to, you know, kill a bunch of cows. I mean, that's only there as an instrument of control to, to take out our food supply and make us scared and dependent, make us beg for order, make us beg for help. Like that should never happen. But then you have these, you know, supposed influencers. I mean, I'm just looking at this truth, you know, um, from Benny Johnson, right? Like he gets all these views on all this funny stuff that distracts you and whatever. But he wrote, if the Republican Senate is in favor of red flag laws, amnesty, not funding a border wall and spending trillions we don't have in vaccine mandates, what is the point of the Republican Party at all? So it's like, Finally, someone's saying something, you know, that people might listen to because, you know, not that many people are listening to our little podcast here. Um, but, you know, that is real news, right? That is important for someone to say, for all of us to be saying, and not just saying like we need to do our stickers again for paper ballots. I mean, what he should have said at the end of this year was demand, you know, paper ballots now because the only way to fix all of this is to actually know that our vote is counting, right? And the only way to do that is to have hand counted paper ballots. And we have got to get rid of these machines because the only reason, the only way that I can explain in my mind that this could have happened is if a bunch of people were put in place over many, many decades to usher this in because we would not have elected these people if we knew that this was what they were planning to do. And, yeah. you know, we know, we knew, I feel like we've known this, that these rhinos were here for many, for like over a decade, you know, they've been kind of doing stuff and like, we have not had approval of our Congress by the people for many, many decades. So it's like, you know, we, we yeah. clearly can tell that we are not voting these incumbents in. These are people who are dinosaurs. They've been there for 50 years. Yeah, we what what we have over years and years of election manipulation is the inability for the majority to voice its opinion in every form of government, right? In the state houses and in the federal government, because they're at near 50-50 and it's hard to get a majority, but the majority of people do not want to be tracked. They do not want their house, uh, their privacy violated. They do not want any of these things and they never would have voted for it and they never would have supported it. And they would have voted out people who did. Man, and because the machines are controlled and everything is manipulated, the the politicians can act without worry of retribution. And so they make and so they make comments here and there to soften things or to work it out in the media, but they know full well nothing's gonna ever happen to them. So they do whatever they want. They do whatever they're told to do. That's 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 not true. They don't do what they want, they do whatever they've been uh, put in the position to do based on whatever agreement they've made, you know, what, what they sold their soul or whatever to get where they are there, they have to abide by some kind of agreement because they're clearly working on the same agenda. When you look at, when you take a step back and look at just like what Benny Johnson's truth, right? Like he just described the Democrat party, like that, that is the Democrat party, but it's the Republicans. He's like, what, what's the point of the Republicans? Because like, that is the, that they're all the same. That's the, that's what we've been trying to say. But one thing you touched on earlier that I want to go back to is that Obamacare 
Obamacare set a, a, the wheels in motion, right? Like it created the ability to track this data on you and it forced everyone to participate in the system, right? So then the news focused on, well, now we're, people are being forced and is it constitutional to force people? But no one talked about the fact that once we get beyond this force, you are now being tracked and you've been tracked that whole time. And so now if you smoke cigarettes or if you're a little bit overweight, or maybe you do both, you're a little overweight and, you're, and you smoke, and then we know, or I'm not gonna, I don't, this isn't a health podcast, but smoking is probably bad for your health being overweight is can provide a lot of issues uh, as you get older right so the so mentally speaking it would be it it's natural for a group of people who would say well they must have a mental problem if they can't get their calories right and they're smoking i mean how long has the date on smoking been out if you're if you're choosing to smoke you must be mental so there's two decisions that you make every day that now you're being judged on 10 or 15 years later. That well, maybe about, I can give you an even better example that people may not argue with because they might want that person to be sick, fat, and unhealthy. I don't know. But I, I was at one time in the system in the system as having asthma. That was my diagnosis, right? Let's just make it pretty simple asthma okay so i used to have health insurance i don't use you know the real that kind of health insurance system anymore i use a health share but i remember when i was still on that system i would get emails all the time and calls from people like you are not managing your asthma because you're not taking x y and z drugs that we think you should be taking and you need to be buying these drugs and i, I kept thinking like i don't have asthma anymore like i am healthy now and i don't have this problem anymore but if i tell them that if i try to explain that to them it's like it does not compute it's like the ai system explodes because it's like yeah. how could you possibly have gotten healthy without our drugs you are supposed to be on our drugs our inhalers for the rest of your life like asthma is a condition that is genetic and that it lasts forever and you couldn't possibly have fixed that problem and so you must be mental because you think you have no problem and you're not taking our drugs to manage your problem that you think yeah. you don't have you know this so, is this so is the problem how you, so how could you raise kids then right like how like you the person the person that mental thinks they're capable of making decisions for their kids we need to step in right yeah. like that's where this is going right like we need to step in might not happen next week but it could happen next month or next year They've, like well, I've already seen lots of clips on social media of people making the argument that the state needs to be there to support the future of these kids. It's for the safety of the kids. It's for the safety of the kids. I mean, really. And, yeah. you know, because God forbid you should have a parent who heals their asthma. I mean, you know, because asthma can't be healed. I mean, you can't go away, right? Like, clearly yeah. you should be sick forever. Um, that's what we want, right? Um, or but, your own diabetes through diet. Uh, yeah. Uh, Right. That's the same I, mean, thing. You know, I mean, the nutritionists that we have tell you you should be eating, you know, cinnamon toast every morning um, and, you know, all kinds of, you know, just, you know, egg whites and, you know, all these things to manage your weight. And yeah. you're starving, but, you know, we don't care. Um, you couldn't possibly eat it with it, you know, heal it with a keto diet like that would be mental. Right. Like you would be clearly mental if you went on a keto diet because we're telling you to eat bagels and egg whites you know, yeah. and orange juice, like that is what you should be eating. Um, yeah, 
no, I mean, I'm sorry. Yes, again, this is not a health podcast, um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but this is the really good this is how it all fits together, right? Like yeah. suppress the good health information, um, you know, put people in a box, put together these drug protocols, and if they don't stay in line, then they're mental and that you should take away their kids and they can't get guns. I mean, sorry, these kind of people can't have guns if they believe these things. Like they can't, you know, again, it's all about stepping out of line and not do, you know, following the party line. And really this, it's because systems are running it. It's it's AI um, data generated systems by people who program the system who believe that everything needs to be in order and no chaos, right? Nobody can can kind of step out of line. That would be freedom, right? I mean, freedom to choose um, is not something that works well in a data-driven system, AI-driven world, right? And so because they're not humans, you know, figuring these things out. I mean, any human listening to us would be like, well, yeah, I mean, if you don't have asthma anymore, clearly you don't need to take, you know, that inhaler um, every month, right? Like, you know, a human would be like, sure, I get it. But like a computer doesn't get that, right? Computer does not understand that about your identity. So this is this is the point. So what can we do? Okay, so the GOP was like, oh, we don't think that Biden was elected, the Texas GOP. We we don't think that was a legitimate election. Okay, so they said that. And then they're like, we rebuke Cornyn and these other, you know, GOP senators who are voting in red flag laws. We rebuke them. Well, like, okay, you know. <laughs> Whoa. So this shows you the state of our nation right now. Like we can use words to like make trouble, right? I mean, you know, this is not helpful. So at some point in time, our framers, you know, had thought, oh, the best remedy for, you know, corrupt people in positions is, you know, the next election, right? Like that's what we've been taught. Like, oh, we'll just kick them out. We'll primary them. We'll do it, right? We'll get them out. Well, if the elections are rigged, then how do you do that? Yeah. And the and the primaries are rigged. I mean, the, there's no other remedy for us. We have no way to recall any federal official. Look it up. Look it up in the Texas, you know, laws. I've, I've been researching this myself. I actually have them open from last night. I mean, governmental, you know, statute. Um, Code, government code 665, the impeachment proceedings. I'm reading, you know, individuals who can be impeached, right? These, like the federal representatives that we have, we have no remedy. We can't recall them. We can't impeach them. We can't do really anything to them. Is this okay? Does anyone think this is okay? That we have no way to recall someone who is clearly a traitor to our First Amendment, Second Amendment, 14th Amendment, 15th Amendment, you name it, they're 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 infringing on every right we have. Yeah, I don't think it's right. What can we do about it, Lenny? What can we do about it? So um, what are we doing about it right now? <laughs> what are we doing about it, right? What, now that we're all angry and whatever, what do we do about it? Do we go get our guns and be violent? No, like that's not gonna help anything, right? Like how well, would that ever, that everyone thinks, oh, well, that's the that's the immediate thing we jump to. If there's tyranny, then we just have to go be violent. No, clearly no one is recommending that course of action on this podcast. You know, and if you're yeah. listening to people who are, then I think, you know, that's a suicide mission. Uh, we are free on paper right now. We just have to do things right now that actually secure those freedoms in court. 
So um, we are doing, but there are a lot of things, you know, we've told you about the lawsuits we're filing to try and, you know, secure um, uh, remedies, right, to show the fraud that happened in 2020. And that, that needs to happen. If you are in counties, again, please come to us. We will help you. We will help you figure out this information and to file against your county officials. But if you're just like, ah, I don't know, I can't really do that. Um, there are things that you can do. There are little things that you will think are so minuscule, but that could really have huge impact. Um, so we have a number of things that we've put out recently. Um, we have a demand letter that we sent to Abbott and all of our House and State Senator, House reps and State um, Senators yesterday, and will be super easy for you to send if you join our Telegram channel at TTT Texas. Um, you can DM me for the link at Lenny BG um, or at Bobby TX to get that link to our Telegram channel. You'll have a whole template of what you can cut and paste um, that is calling for um, Abbott to call a special session um, and to lay out in there, look, we know that the elections are bunk and, you know, the GOP, Texas GOP has said that you are a member of this Texas GOP. Um, we need to provide some kind of mechanism to recall federal representatives of Texas that are clearly traitors and who are not defending our rights, who are not just not defending our rights, but like actually infringing on our rights. We should have a means to remove someone. And he's not up for re-election. Cornyn is not up for re-election in um, the midterms. And he's just claiming to retire. So he's just out there like, oh, haha, red flag laws. Yes. Amnesty. Woo. Let's do it. And he's yeah, like, he's let's bring it on. CRT. Let's bring it on. Like he's just going to keep it going because he's, what does he have to lose? Yeah, and he has four more years. Think of how much more. Uh, I mean, you've essentially made Texas blue with Cornyn as the senator. Yeah. Everybody gets pissed off when you say, turn Texas blue. We're already blue. We're already blue. If we have people like that who are just yeah, letting you know, away the farm here. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. If away the farm, he's already blue. So it's like, and then you can also be sending demand letters in your counties with the, um, you know, the issue with the um, violations that the county has done. We have a letter that we've put together to send to our county sheriff, our county judge, our county commissioners, um, our county clerk, and if you have an elections administrator, to them as well. Um, we, uh, I've formulated one for Travis County. There are other people working on theirs for other counties, but the point is to um, ensure that they see the affidavits and the cases that we have filed and that have been filed in other states um, with links to, you know, the information from the SISA showing, you know, these risk advisories, these vulnerabilities in the machines, um, you know, that our attorney general just recently successfully prosecuted an individual for ballot fraud and ballot harvesting, a la, you know, 2000 mules. Um, so the evidence isn't just, you know, fake. It's, it's actually real and has happened in Texas. Um, someone has been prosecuted on 23 felony counts. Um, so, you know, a letter outlining all of this to send and basically providing all that information, um, as well as our case documents that we have filed against the Secretary of State um, in the 
you know, in both state and federal courts. Um, and, and really saying at the end of this whole letter, after all that information, as a citizen, I expect you to uphold your oath as an elected official in Texas. It is your solemn and sworn duty to protect the integrity of my elections. It is not your choice. It is not your option. It is your duty. Furthermore, you swore an oath to do so. Expect my phone call and email daily until the matter is under full investigation. Did you hear what I just said? Expect our phone calls and emails daily. Imagine if we had 200 people calling and emailing every day until we got a full investigation. Um, I expect action and updates from my local public officials. Please be advised that you should that should you fail to act accordingly to your oath after having been provided evidence of illegal activity, I, a citizen of Texas, will seek every remedy available to me under the law to have you removed from your position of service to the people of Texas. Because if you didn't know, um, in Texas under local government code um, section 87, you can actually bring a petition, and I don't mean a petition that gets signatures, I mean like a legal document that says, hey, this person is grossly ignoring their official duties and they are incompetent. And I, you can do that against the district attorney in your county. You can do that against your county attorney, your county judge, your county commissioner, your county clerk, your district clerk, a district and county clerk, a county treasurer, a sheriff, a county surveyor, a county tax assessor, a constable, a justice of the peace, and a member of the board of trustees of an ISD, independent school district, and any county officer not otherwise named in this section whose office is under the constitution or other law of the state. You can actually call for them to be removed for incompetency, gross ignorance of official duties, gross carelessness in the discharge of those duties, or unfitness or inability to promptly and properly discharge official duties because of a serious physical and mental defect that did not exist at the time of their election. I don't think we could use that one, but <laughs> official misconduct means intentional unlawful behavior relating to official duties by an officer entrusted with the administration of justice or the execution of law. We have this power in Texas and people are not using it. And this kind of letter could bring that forward to say, hey, look, I know about this. I know what's going on. There are all these illegal things happening. We demand paper hand counted ballots in our county. That is what you're saying. We demand this and you keep saying it until we get it. And that is how we get this done because we do have the power in our counties to, to threaten this kind of legal action, legal action. Threatened, threats of, of violence do not get what you want. That is, that is disgusting. That is a disgusting way to behave. That is how these people are holding, you know, these selected people to feet to the fire. They are blackmailing them. They are threatening their family's lives. Do you want to be that kind of person too? Do you want to fight dirty like they do? I don't. I don't want to fight dirty like they do because I'm not a dirty, unethical, immoral person, right? So, I mean, you know, we, we have this ability right now on paper so we can play to our strengths, right? This is what power we have. If we, if we, if you were to win with violence, you can only keep that power with more violence, right? And that's not, that's not the whole purpose. Like, it's not that we want to fight against electric uh, electronic voting machines because we want to win. Like, I don't want a bumper sticker on my car to celebrate how I, I won in 2024 by beating them. Like, that's not what this is. I want to secure the future of this state and this country for my kids and their kids. 
I want them to know what this country was like when I grew up, you know, 20 or 30 years from now. And um, this is not going to be possible unless we win through the court and establish precedent that this will not be, um, this will not stand. This aggression will not stand. No. Quote uh, Bush 41. (laughs) (laughs) And the last paragraph, just so, you know, you can hear this and hear the passion of these kinds of letters and that you can be, it feels really good to send letters like this, but I sincerely hope that you will adhere to your oath and take up the absolute privilege and number one priority to protect my right to a free and fair election. If you do, you will have the support of the people of Texas and you will find yourself on the right side of history. Character means nothing until we encounter hardship and difficulty. I hope to learn that you are an individual of great character and resolve, and I am here to support that resolve in any way that I can. Nice. I think um, it's important to show and demonstrate that we have a calm and steady power in our state. We, we, the people have that power on paper right now, and we can take back that power simply by demanding it, by saying, no, we demand in our county paper ballots that are hand counted. If you really look at the polls, guys, you are, I mean, it's not just like a little tiny majority. Like, I think it's like over 80% of Americans believe that there was something wrong with the 2020 election. We have no faith in our elections process. And whether you are on the right or the left, people do not feel, because I mean, the left was told the elections were rigged in 2016, right? And then the right was told, you know, that the elections were rigged in 2020. It doesn't matter which side it's on. They're rigged, okay? So who cares what side of the aisle we're on? We can unite around this key fight. We, If we can just get, I mean, hand counted paper ballot. I just want to tell you in Travis County, I think we spent over $8 million on these machines. I mean, we don't have, we have the money to pay a bunch of people to sit and count the ballots, just like we have done for many, many decades, many centuries since we were, you know, since the inception of this country, um, we have done hand counted paper ballots. Like it's okay. Like we know how to do that. You know, yeah. like it's okay to kick out the machines and just do it that way. It has not been that long that we've had machines. And we can pay people who live here locally a very good wage to sit and do that. And we can even use technology to live stream it so that we can all watch it and see the process. So yeah. I know we're over time here, but um, that was my impassioned plea for the day to do something, to send these letters, to DM me at LinnyBG to get you into our channel if you're not already and to um, to get access to these letters. I will even help you adjust your letter for your county, um, but it's pretty easy to do. So, um, and, and we'll even promote your letter if you write your own. I mean, you don't have to, um, like we're writing letters because we're taking action, but if you come into the group and you, you wanna take action against your sheriff and you write a letter, we'll send the letter too. So yeah. I mean, please come come with us. We're we're taking action every day, and we need more people just like you. Thank you, thank you, everyone, for all that you do. Any little thing helps. Um, it helps to bubble us up to the surface, um, break that um, that glass ceiling, so to speak, so that we can be heard. So have a wonderful day, everyone, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.